This is the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, June 25th, 2023. Subject, Christian Science. Golden Text, 2nd Timothy Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Responsive Reading, Psalm Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant, Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. The Bible, Jeremiah Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven for the heathen are dismayed at them. Daniel And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, wherewith his spirit was troubled, and his sleep brake from him. Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers, and the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans, for to show the king his dreams. And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Then spake the Chaldeans to the king in Syriac, O king, Live for ever, tell thy servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. If ye will not make known unto me the dream, with the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut in pieces, and your houses shall be made a dunghill. 
the Chaldeans answered before the king and said, There is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor ruler that asked such things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. For this cause the king was angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven and said, Blessed be the name of God for ever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who hast given me wisdom and might, and hast made known unto me now what we desired of thee, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. Then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And it came to pass, as Jesus sat at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician 
but they that are sick. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Come unto me, all ye that labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Then the Pharisees went out, and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself, shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. John If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you for ever. Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, 
neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Second Timothy Continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. To understand God is the work of eternity and demands absolute consecration of thought, energy, and desire. All we correctly know of spirit comes from God, divine principle, and is learned through Christ and Christian science. If this science has been thoroughly learned and properly digested, we can know the truth more accurately than the astronomer can read the stars or calculate an eclipse. This mind-reading is the opposite of clairvoyance. It is the illumination of the spiritual understanding which demonstrates the capacity of soul, not of material sense. This soul sense comes to the human mind when the latter yields to the divine mind. Although this volume contains the complete science of mind healing, 
Never believe that you can absorb the whole meaning of the science by a simple perusal of this book. The book needs to be studied, and the demonstration of the rules of scientific healing will plant you firmly on the spiritual groundwork of Christian science. This proof lifts you high above the perishing fossils of theories already antiquated and enables you to grasp the spiritual facts of being, hitherto unattained and seemingly dim. Our Master healed the sick, practiced Christian healing, and taught the generalities of its divine principle to his students. But he left no definite rule for demonstrating this principle of healing and preventing disease. This rule remained to be discovered in Christian science. Christian science understood coincides with the scriptures and sustains logically and demonstratively every point it presents. Otherwise, it would not be science and could not present its proofs. It presents the calm and clear verdict of truth against error, uttered and illustrated by the prophets, by Jesus, by his apostles, as is recorded throughout the scriptures. Christian science and Christianity are one. How then, in Christianity, any more than in Christian science, can we believe in the reality and power of both truth and error, spirit and matter, and hope to succeed with contraries? Our Master annulled material law by healing contrary to it. We propose to follow the Master's example. We should subordinate material law to spiritual law. Two essential points of Christian science are that neither life nor man dies and that God is not the author of sickness. Christian science brings to the body the sunlight of truth, which invigorates and purifies. Christian science acts as an alterative, neutralizing error with truth. It changes the secretions expels humors, dissolves tumors, relaxes rigid muscles, restores carious bones to soundness. The effect of this science is to stir the human mind to a change of base, on which it may yield to the harmony of the divine mind. Experiments have favoured the fact that mind 
governs the body, not in one instance, but in every instance. The indestructible faculties of spirit exist without the conditions of matter, and also without the false beliefs of a so-called material existence. When we lose faith in God's power to heal, we distrust the divine principle which demonstrates Christian science, and then we cannot heal the sick. Neither can we heal through the help of spirit if we plant ourselves on a material basis. Science shows that material, conflicting mortal opinions and beliefs emit the effects of error at all times. But this atmosphere of mortal mind cannot be destructive to morals and health when it is opposed promptly and persistently by Christian science. Truth and love antidote this mental miasma and thus invigorate and sustain existence. Unnecessary knowledge gained from the five senses is only temporal, the conception of mortal mind, the offspring of sense, not of soul, spirit, and symbolizes all that is evil and perishable. Natural science, as it is commonly called, is not really natural nor scientific, because it is deduced from the evidence of the material senses. Ideas, on the contrary, are born of spirit. Divine science is absolute and permits no halfway position in learning its principle and rule, establishing it by demonstration. Christian science is not an exception to the general rule that there is no excellence without labor in a direct line. One cannot scatter his fire and at the same time hit the mark. To pursue other vocations and advance rapidly in the demonstration of this science is not possible. The elucidation of Christian science lies in its spiritual sense, and this sense must be gained by its disciples in order to grasp the meaning of this science. If Christian science takes away the popular gods, sin, sickness, and death, it is Christ, truth, who destroys these evils and so proves their nothingness. The dream that matter and error are something must yield to reason and revelation. Then mortals will behold the nothingness of sickness 
and sin, and sin and sickness will disappear from consciousness. The harmonious will appear real, and the inharmonious, unreal. One who understands Christian science can heal the sick on the divine principle of Christian science, and this practical proof is the only feasible evidence that one does understand this science. The power of Christian science and divine love is omnipotent. It is indeed adequate to unclasp the hold and to destroy disease, sin, and death. And now I'll read The Three Daily Duties, as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this Church to pray each day. Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind, and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this Church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counselling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to duty. It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget, nor to neglect, his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified, or condemned. And from science and health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves, that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson is prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook. 1910 edition, 
by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.